All right, should we start? Yeah, I it's think six o'clock. So we're gonna start. Look, there's, your, there's, there's your, there's your, take one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking the whole time this is gonna make a great bloopers reel later. <laughs> Welcome to Some Guys in a Bible podcast. We are excited to be here today. We've got some friends with us. This table's filling yes. up quick. Like pretty soon, we're just gonna have to video the whole room. Yeah. We're gonna have to flip the camera. Nothing against the audience. Well, right now, we're not showing them the audience. We don't want them to see how many people are out there and get jealous. <laughs> Limited seats. All the lights are affecting. Limited <laughs> seats reserved. Uh, no, just us in a big room. But we're still gonna okay. video this and put it out there so it can affect people's lives and it can change people. And today, we're dealing with an amazing subject yeah. that we've all been hit with. Some all of us through it. A lot sooner than others. I swear, I got hit with this today. Today, I got hit with, why do bad things happen? If God is so good, why do bad things happen? And I've been, everybody, my dad was telling me about a situation. He got hit with this at work. Some gentleman brought this question to him. So, we've all been hit with it. Have you guys ever been hit with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Many times. So, I'm not the only one. All the time. No. <laughs> yeah, because... That's that's a real question in our world, you know. We see we see bad things on earth. We see we see babies die, and we see car accidents and hurricanes and tornadoes and things like that. And it's like, how do we give somebody hope who's been through something that's traumatic and mm -hmm. and an experience like that? So go ahead, answer it. Anybody, anybody want to? <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to sum that up Ready, in one sentence? <laughs> It's something that, you know, it requires a long conversation. So that's why we're going to have a video podcast about it. Yeah. And we're going to have a long conversation about it. Hopefully not too long. Because <laughs> <laughs> it might be two parts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we can. If we don't feel like we've finished it, we will get into it. Because I do feel like it's an important subject. You know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of what people are looking and asking and trying to find answers to. So yeah. that book's got all the answers in it. And so we're going to get to it. And we're, we're going to dig into the Word of God today. We're going, to, we're going to figure out what He has to say about this subject. But we always like to talk a little bit about our own personal preferences. So why don't we do that? Why don't we make everybody at this table uncomfortable? Yes. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. And just start real quick. Up front and say, I'm let you go next so that way you can steal from the person. I was going to say what he was going to say, actually. It was, was the best point. It was, it was in oh, my you mind. You said everything I was going to say. Perfect. I agree. No so, <laughs> so, real quick, I mean, I know it's not going to be, we're going to dig into it, but just like, what would your first reaction be to that if someone comes up to you and says that? Um, I say, like, if you're living a life of the world and living for the world, then you're going to face the conse consequences of the world. Right. Like, when you're not giving your life to God, you're basically giving your life to the world. And you're letting the world control you and you're letting it manipulate you and you're paying for it, basically. Good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Who did you learn that from? <laughs> I wasn't this guy. <laughs> I read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually got like a, a comforter that lives inside of him that reminds him of everything Jesus taught. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's kind of like we talked about that. Right. Last <laughs> and trust me, like um, everything I got came from God too. So, <laughs> so we're all going to give credit where it's due. But uh, so I, I've been I've been hit with that question. I'll go next, I guess, since we're going in line. Yeah, I got I got hit with that very question. I had a friend who was like, my wife and my baby got hit by a drunk driver and died, and from that moment, I gave up on God because if He let that happen to me, then I ain't gonna let that. I, oh, I ain't gonna serve Him. And I was like, well, I look at what happened to your wife and your baby as the devil really did a number on you. And I'm going to make it my goal to make him suffer for as much as he's done for you. And he was like, kind of stood back and looked at me. And I'm like, I told him, hey, look, if, if I come outside in the morning and my window's broken in my car, I don't think it was my best friend who did it. I think it was my enemy who did it. Mm -hmm. And we know we have an enemy. God's not our enemy. So why, do, why give him the, the credit for all the bad that goes on in this world when we can blame it on the devil? He deserves it. He deserves it. He started it all off. So it's his fault. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, Brandon. 
So, um, you would dance it. Very much in line, very much in line with um, what you said. This is uh, something I've came to really put together ever since the passing of my firstborn. Um, you know, this was a question that I that went through my head very prevalently for for a while, and this is what what I came came to know is that there's been a battle going on way before way before we were ever here between good and evil between God and the devil and that battleground is us and in battle there are always casualties if I'm leaving the kingdom of darkness go to the kingdom of light kingdom of darkness really doesn't like that it, it wants that tenant back it wants another soldier in his army not somebody fighting against him so he's going to do everything in his power to keep you from fighting against him and if that's by indulging and pleasurable sin that you enjoy that leads you down all of this if i drink a fifth of whiskey i can't wake up in the morning and say why am i throwing up it just it, it does it doesn't work i've done that before I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure thank god i'm a new exactly. creature <laughs> yeah, word again. redemption <laughs> so i i really i don't it's funny but it's really not funny about no. how many times people forget that there's there's two there's two things at play here everybody wants to be oh yes this is going so well in my life and they don't want to give credit to god for when things are going good but as soon as things start going bad they want to put the blame on on god when he's given us free will and we're going through and there there's another key component there's there's a black queen and there's a white queen what what piece of chess are you playing on right that's good that's right i mean the fact is there's good and bad in the world like we we know that but yeah. we, you know can't all good things come from our father you know so it is written right we don't we shouldn't be giving him the credit for the bad josh your turn i think i would let them know that like since the beginning we've been living in a fallen world like after adam and eve yeah. ate the apple and even that it wasn't because of god it was because adam and eve chose sin so it was I think that proves a lot because it's like even from the beginning he like wanted us to live a peaceful life in his presence and now like we chose that so it's like it's not him it's us you know who's built this world around darkness you know so it's up to us to you know bring the light to it and it also gets really confusing because it's like there's a kingdom of darkness and light or not or god so i feel like we have to remember that there is darkness in the world and that there is dark evil rulers and authorities in the world in that right. you know it's up to us to rebuke that and to bring god down here because since we walked out of eden you know we're in darkness now so you know it's up to us to bring the light that's very good mm -hmm. it's very good it reminded me of john when it says you know he was the light of the world and the light came into the world mm -hmm. and darkness can never extinguish it like i love that i love that scripture because no matter how dark the world gets and where all there is a lot of bad in this world but there's still a lot of light. Right. There's still yeah. a lot of good. There's people doing great things. And, you know, so. Nan. I actually should have gone first because <laughs> <laughs> then it would have sounded like their copy is me. Right. But no, like, like Josh said, uh, you know, we're living in a fallen world. And that's what I, I was going to pull John, uh, Genesis 3. You know, when God curses and said, you know, to the woman, he said, I will make your pains and childbearing very severe. With painful labor, you give birth to children. You desire for your husband. He will rule over you. And then, you know, to Adam, because you listened to your wife, you ate the fruit of the tree, which I commanded you, you must not eat from it. It's free choice. It's, it's, I like what you said. Cursed is the ground because of you. Though painful toil, through painful toil, you will eat food from it all the days of your life. It produce thorns and thistles for you. You will know, eat the plants of the fields. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food. So, yeah, it's been from the very beginning, hum humanity's free choice. Mm -hmm. yep. It's not that God, in my opinion, it's mm -hmm. not that God lets bad things happen. Right. It's that human nature is to choose the bad thing. Right. And through God, trusting him, working with him in partnership with him in our lives, that's how things get better. Yeah, that's good. I think the first thing I'm going to do when I get to heaven is I'm going to throw an apple at Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Take one. There you go. <laughs> All right. Your turn. Um, I kind of see it as a test in a way. Um, yeah. A test of your faith and commitment to God. 
it, it's just my yeah. perspective of it because it's like we have free will and God already knows what we'll choose um, because he know, he's all knowing but he allows us the choice to choose him um, and so I like if he, if he puts you through a hard time it's like okay who are you going to turn to here like what are you going to do in this hard time how are you going to handle your situation because if you handle it the wrong way it could bring you down and it can bring other people around you down you handle it the right way it can inspire other people to do the same thing bringing more people up so just kind of a, a, a trial i think of wow. it as a trial i like it that's really good man mm -hmm. that's why it's nice having more people on here you get more perspectives and yeah. angles like that for sure because it, it, and you know the bible backs up a lot of what you say too because you know he, he is giving us free will and he, and he, we do have that right to choose him so mm -hmm. it, in a way it is a test it is a test to see like are we now, gonna go ahead another chance to grow our endurance right yeah. exactly another right. chance to grow our endurance you know i said this a while ago i whenever something bad goes on in my life i welcome it because it's a way to grow endurance now looking back on that i may have sh maybe should have phrased that a little different when i was speaking out <laughs> well, loud and but, at the end of it it's it's for god's glory yeah yeah right 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 and and we know the bible tells us that you know god's not just taking a long time in returning but that he's being patient and that he and that he wants everyone to repent he wants everybody to come to that and it shows how loving god is that he he is willing to give us time to change and even though he knew Adam was going to fall, and he knew all the hard that was going to come out of it, he loved and believed in Adam so much that he gave them the opportunity in hopes that he would have made the right choice. He still does the same thing in all of our lives today. We're like, you know, does God really care about us? Like, he's, he's, he's hoping we make the right decision every day. And there are people who are born that he knows they're not going to make the right decision, but he still gives them their whole lifespan that hope, that one chance that they'll turn their eyes towards him and allow him to change their life. Even Darth Vader turned into Anakin at the end. <laughs> I should have timed how long it was going to take before you talked about Who won? Who won the pool? <laughs> you expect it coming. Parables of the Jedi coming soon. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hey, by all means, I became all things to reach some. So you can reach Absolutely. all the Star Wars. He's going to be at the conventions with the Bible. <laughs> Dressed up like Chewbacca. We're going to do the Star Wars night soon. So you're going to get some of that out of you, hopefully. <laughs> We'll get some of it, but it's pretty deep rooted. So. <laughs> That's so. like you opened up a door too, like when you said he has hope in us. Right. Because it ties into how he has faith in us too. And having faith in somebody is believing in them. Mm -hmm. So if right. he were to just like come in and make everything good, that would prove that he doesn't believe in us or tr believe in us or have faith Man. in us. That's so That's so good. It would just be like robotic almost like oh i know they're going right. to be bad so yeah, i'm just going to make them do the what i want to do but it's right. not free choice it's control and manipulation and he never created anything now because no. even the angels right. had free will right they fell some of them fell mm -hmm. so we know that you know they, they, you, <laughs> we fell too for goodness sake yeah but you're right even in that aspect like when god created satan did he didn't he have hope that he wouldn't have fell? Yeah. I mean, he, he had to have had hope. He, he, he's he most beautiful of them all, so I believe there was a lot of hope there. <laughs> what a beautiful God, man. We serve it's, such a great God. It's also another thought that came to mind. It's like, it's like working out. You can think of it as working out. Hard times, working out is hard. It's not, you don't always have fun when you work out, but it's I healthy know. for you. <laughs> but it, it, but it, it, it makes you fit. It'll help you live longer so you, you know, right. your, your body's functioning right. But if you don't go, if you don't do anything hard, then you're not going to be able to fight any sickness or diseases or any problems that come right. across you in life. So it's kind of the same thing when you have hard times. It's building your spiritual body in a way yeah, against right. no, I like um, that. hard times. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Then reading the Bible could be the equivalent to like C4 and everything that you, the pre-workout <laughs> just gets you all pumped, ready to go. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to do that. That's, that's what the Bible says too, that you know, we're going to be trophies 
for God, for future generations yeah. that he can always point to and say, there's my faithfulness. Mm -hmm. There's my grace. Look what I've done for these people. So there's, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, if, and if we didn't fall, he would never be able to say that. That's why he was the lamb prepared mm -hmm. before the foundation of the earth. Yeah. Because even though God was faithful and God loved us and he hopes the best for us, he also devised a way out. He, designed, he devised a plan. I'll send my son there and will die. So if anybody believes in him, they can get out of this mess and they can come back into the, the kingdom that we should be living in. So that's good. There you go. Everybody got saved now. So let's get into the word of God. Let's look at this from a Bible point of view. Because we always do this first so it comes from like a personal point of view. What we think, what we would actually say when we don't have a Bible in our hand. But we all know the power of the word of God. And I know we quoted a lot, a lot of scriptures here anyways. But I pulled some out that would reference this. And the first one... He kind of quoted a second ago, a little bit of it, is uh, Ephesians 6 and 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. That scripture was on my heart thinking about this topic all week long because I feel like even people who say they don't believe in God understand this scripture. Mm -hmm. like, even people who are like, you know, God's not real and I don't believe in God. But then the next breath, they're like, but I don't know why. It's like the universe is out to get me. Well, it's, and, you know, well, it's prevalent in it like is. every other religion and everything else too. There's one thing that's in common with this is, I don't, if you're Buddhist, Hinduist, if you don't believe at all, you believe in something spiritual. Right. Whether that's witchcraft, whether it's voodoo, whether it's bleep, other spiritual things. There's always- Even atheists yeah. believe in aliens. Yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> so, before we go to Mark 10, no, go, no, I, no, want, no. I wanted to read Colossians 1, verse 13, because this pairs with that very, right. very well, just alongside with that. So, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. So, when we've been transferred out of the kingdom of the rulers and the principalities, they're not happy about that at all. They're, they they just lost a residence inside of their kingdom. They just lost somebody that was paying rent. They just lost an able body for their their army. They just lost a tool. They just they just lost something that's valuable. But we're more valuable to God because one, He actually cares about us. If you didn't know about that, He He does. I promise you. Very much. And so. When we correlate Ephesians six twelve with Colossians one and one and thirteen, we start seeing this picture of more of a spiritual realm battle to where our souls are what's being fought after. And when some I mean, we always heard, don't be a sore loser. Well, the devil is a very sore loser. And that's when we start seeing a lot of bad things happen, especially with people who just committed themselves to Christ. They they go through this phase like, you know, I committed myself to Christ. I, I thought things were supposed to be easier. I thought things were supposed to be better. You, you preach about this God that's so great, but all of this bad is going around from me. Um, I was listening to something that really made it, made justification with this as well he said if you're if you're not being attacked and the devil's not coming after you you're not doing anything good because he's okay with that he's right. like all right yeah you you can continue to do that you know what here let, let me give you a bottle of whiskey and cocaine to go with that so let me make sure you keep doing that 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 that's on me but as soon as you start doing something good now you're facing all of this stuff if you're doing something that the devil doesn't like I, I've got to presume you're doing something good. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There's a minister uh, he was talking about. There, there was a demon that was cast out of his church. And before they cast the demon out, he was like, I hate Oral Roberts. And Oral Roberts is a minister. Oral Roberts wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Like, Oral Roberts had never been to that church. But he had done so much for the kingdom that that demon still knew his name and still hated him. And before he came out, he was like, I'm professing how much I hate that guy. <laughs> so it, it goes, but that's where we want to live. Like, I, I, wanna, I want the devil to not like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. yep. I want God to love it. 
but I want evil spirits in heavenly places to not enjoy what we're doing. So, I had an old saying, whenever your feet hit the ground, the devil goes, oh crap, every right. morning. You know, I mean, that's, right. that's what we're all strive for. Amen. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And that's a great point, Brandon. Like, darkness and light. You know, honestly, I feel like that's probably the best, like, quick answer when someone when someone comes to you. If, if I could pull one scripture, I think he nailed it. Like, because that shows you there are two kingdoms. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, God. God did. Well, there's two kingdoms. So, yeah, God, God's doing good stuff. But there's another kingdom that's causing a lot of bad stuff in this world. And if we don't acknowledge that there's two kingdoms, then we're, we're, losing, we're losing the battle because we don't even see our enemy. Yeah. And, and for everybody that's like, well, what about the people that don't believe in all this and they're just good people? Well, you're right in between that line. You're, oh, you're, you're, you're getting pulled back and no, forth, no. back and forth. Oh, here we go, Brandon. We're going to go right into the next one. <laughs> oh, Mark 10, 17 through 8. And this has a lot to do with what Nan brought up, too. And, and when he was gone forth into the... Uh, hold on. Let's start that over, guys. My cat <laughs> had my tongue. I got it back. So Mark chapter 8, verses 17 and 18. And when he was gone forth unto the way. It's in King James Version. That's, That's my problem. Right. Oh, That's my wild. problem. Tongue twisters. Pagans. You're, <laughs> You're so used to reading that pagan version. <laughs> there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, good master. So he ran to Jesus. He's talking about Jesus and Mark. And he asked him, good master. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. Now, that's a powerful statement, because that was Jesus. That was God wrapped in flesh. Mm -hmm. And he was still like, even when I'm stuck on this earth, you ain't calling me good. <laughs> still <in> flesh. <laughs> There's too much bad here. But it goes to show you the nature of, of a human being. Job 14 and 1. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 19 and 9. The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. Who knows how bad it is? And that was 17 and 9, so nobody can come back and correct him in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Not too late. They're already typing. Well, the, the keyboard well, yeah. warriors are quick. Warriors. <laughs> that guy is going to hell. He misquoted. <laughs> Discredit everything. <laughs> Throw it all away. Cancel. Cancel. Not even watching anymore. What is it? Right. right. We scared them away when we started reading Bible scriptures. <laughs> but yeah. So so. But it goes to show you, mankind is wicked. Just like we when we fell in the beginning. Like there there is that side of mankind. Now we were talking about how great God is, and that how hopeful He is, and all, and, and He is, and that's yeah. why He sent His Son to save us but we we have definitely taken this world into our hands and ran amok with it yes and i i, I know i always go to the book of romans rome they call it the romans road romans road to salvation you no know, i want to get you a red road to walk around the church and a red rope? Yeah, like the Romans rope. The Romans rope. I love Romans, man. Romans nails it. For one, he's talking to Romans. Like he's talking to people like us. Gentiles, they weren't Jews. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't understand all the concepts of the Bible. I'm very comfortable with being a saved Gentile. Like that's that's fine. It's the same thing. People quote Hebrew all the time, and I'm like. Nobody speaks Hebrew. Hmm. Like, why, why? Don't tell me what the what the Bible says in another language. You might as well quote it to me in Spanish. It doesn't matter. I don't read Hebrew. I read English. Now, I do like the translations that take the Dead Sea Scrolls into consideration, so I don't get caught up in those pagan versions. But <laughs> no, but the Word of God is true and Amen. So again, even if all I had was a Spanish Bible, God's Spirit is in that and dwells in it. So I don't feel I'm, I don't really get caught up on the different translations and all that. But because we know the author, right? But in the end of the day, like His Word, His Word speaks for itself, and we we've seen how we've created this world. But Romans does a great job of painting it out to, for us. Matter of fact, I think I started a little bit early on this. Romans. Let me look at this in my phone real quick. Or if you want to pull up, Romans 1 is what I'm reading. Romans 1 and 21. But I think I want to start a little bit earlier. I don't think. 
like God just was like reminded me like Romans. a couple scriptures before that what is Dan it? is pretty good. Is there one? Romans one. I started in twenty one. Alright, I'll hit fifteen. But I think it's a little bit before then. What are we what are we looking for? I told all you guys to look, like you're gonna know what God's telling me in my head. <laughs> We got God's anger against sin. Yes, that's where I'm going to start in 18. So okay. I'm going to start in 18. But God knows, but God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. They know the truth about God because he has made it obvious to them. So here we go. Everybody's like, I don't believe in God. You don't, you don't get to play that card because he's made it obvious to you. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky through everything God has made. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. See, I started after all that <laughs> and all that was good. Yeah. No, I'm just reminded again how much I love Romans. <laughs> See, Romans doesn't play any games. Watch, he's, I'm, we're about to dig into it here, and he's really going to paint it out for you. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. Now, that's exactly where we have here. Oh, why do bad things happen? And God, that's a foolish idea. Yeah. Because that's not what our God is like. But you don't have a clue what the Bible says. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Mm -hmm. How wonderful. Because <laughs> that's the next thing that follows with everybody who starts this. Well, why do bad things happen? The next thing, they, they're like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I'm confused. None of that makes sense. You know, I'm, re I'm reminded, I've got a very good friend um, who, he didn't grow up in church or anything, and right around the same time I committed back to Christ, he actually started reading, reading his Bible. His wife um, believes in God, gives credit to their household, to God, which he did, amen. Um, but this is something, he, he reads the Bible, and this is something that just really, really hit me strong um, about good, good and evil. He's realized that the Bible is a guideline on how our lives should be led. And I've seen his life get a little bit better. I've seen his life get a little bit better by just reading the Bible. But he still views it as just just these guidelines. Just, oh, well, I'm going through this. Let me figure out what the Bible says that I should be doing it. So he, he's, he's like right there, right there. But he hasn't committed fully, but still evidence of good just by reading has Man. shown itself prevalent. Right. Um, I don't know if he realizes it, if he sees it. I love you, um, <laughs> but it, it's very it's very prevalent by just opening up the word and getting into right. things. And so I don't know that just that just really no, hit me good. really hard. And if I didn't say it, that's why that's it wasn't going to stop. That's why they say the word is a light into our path. Exactly, like it lights up the world around you. And if you're not reading it, you're not going to get there. So claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worship idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. Mm -hmm. So God abandons them now. You're not going to serve me. You're not going to. You're not going to care about my ways. Then why? 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 Why should I stick around and keep telling you what's right just so you can keep doing wrong? Yeah. So God abandons them. So you have another way to disobey me. <laughs> <laughs> right. To their own shameful desires. The things that their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things which, with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself. Who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Amen. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against their natural way to have sex and instead indulged with sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Wait a minute. The Bible doesn't say homosexuality is wrong. Does it? What? Wait. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. 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 And as a result of their sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty of that they deserved. AIDS. Since they brought, they say, oh man, since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking. There's, you know, that's worse than AIDS. 
You know, we yeah. talk about the bad side of life, but foolish thinking has got me in several. Bad he abandoned spots. them to their own foolish thinking, and he let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness. Sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. Most of all, now, I can handle a little murder, but don't you disobey mama. Ryan, <laughs> no. oh, I hope you're listening. Man, I feel like I just had this conversation before I left. Oh, so, Mason, no. if you're watching this in a few years, I hope you remember when I told you to behave for mom. Now, quoting that list there, mm -hmm. when anybody talks about the bad things on earth, that God's done, I have never heard one example that doesn't fall into that category. If you want to talk about people dying, murder. You want to talk about people fighting and not getting along, quarreling. You want to talk about being promised something and it not coming true, deception. You want to talk about why you just want to punch everybody you see in the face, hate. Yeah. Okay, that too. <laughs> but it's all a result of us not following God and him abandoning us to to false gods and to to a life of sin because we chose yeah because we chose they refuse to understand break their promises are heartless and have no mercy they know God's just requirements that those who do these things deserve to die yet they do them anyways Worse yet, they encourage others to do it. And that's that's Romans 1. We know in Romans 6.23, we're told that the wages of sin is death. But the gift, the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So we're, we're told here, like, you guys made it that way. You guys are the ones that destroyed this earth. And through that sin came all of this chaos. Yeah. Now, who just said God did that? <laughs> you know, who's the fool putting that on God? Like, that doesn't make a good God who yeah. created everything, made it good in the beginning. Goes out of his way. Right. Make things good for you. Gave us obeying. free will. I mean, we're still here. We haven't gone through another flood, and I, I've got to imagine. Oh, I've got, I've got to imagine that in the past two thousand plus years, with everything that's going oh, yeah. on. I mean, some of the things I'm oh, hearing yeah. about virtual reality, everything else. We, they, they were talking about ways to invent Tell new sin. We've invented ways off of their new ways. So our sin. And I, if I've been God, I'd have done flush the toilet a long time. Yeah. Really goes show how much, how much. He loves us that he wants he wants all he wants all of us to be with him he doesn't he doesn't want us to go to hell right he doesn't want us to be in agony he doesn't want all of this but there there comes that free will and for me that's when i've got to put up my shield of faith because i know i, I know it's a chance for my endurance to grow and so if i'm walking with my shield out in front things aren't going to hurt as bad they're they're still coming against me but right we, we got to use the tools that God gave us to handle the problems of the world while he's not in. Yeah, you're right. That's good. That's real good. And it really, it really, you know, in the end, God's going to make a new world. And that yeah. one's going to be perfect. That one's not going to have all these flaws in it. So we've already messed up this one, but thank God there's coming a day where we're going to have a new beginning. Yes. So let before we take off, I feel like we're winding down here. I don't know what else we could possibly say. I feel like that's a very, a very good dialogue on what to say and how to talk to somebody when they're when they bring you that question. But to end on a good note, as he scrolls past like twelve more verses, yeah. <laughs> I think we about covered it all. But let me scroll through these thirty verses that I've got. Lined Believe up. me, if I do all of my homework, this this podcast is going to be like a twelve hour. It will just go live from now on. Yeah. Join any time. We're going to be on here talking. I do. Dan still got, I got stuff. No, go on. Yes. I got one more. Because there is there's another aspect to it. Right. right. There are the uncontrollable things. Right. You know, someone with cancer. My mom struggles. Right. Someone with disease, someone born with a disease, someone born blind. There are things, right? And that's where uh, 
God was really putting on me, uh, John 9. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed, so that they might be displayed long as it is day. Uh, displayed in him. That cat found my tongue. Did it? It was the same it, one. It, it jumped right <laughs> over here, man. So, neither man, this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him as long as it is day, we must do works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Wow. And so, you know, a lot of times... It's, it's for God's glory. That's good. It is. It, it may not seem like it. It may not feel like it. But at the end of the day, right. God is faithful to those that are faithful. Oh, I mean, that's every, good. Everybody has a chance to be healed. Everybody has a chance for right. miraculous signs to happen to them. And I truly believe this year that we're going to see. We're going right. to see that. We're going to see people healed. We're going to see that stuff happen. Right. And but I want to ask you guys a question. So. That's how we deal with somebody asking us, well, why does bad, why do bad things happen to good people? How do you continue to believe why bad things are happening to you? Right. That's good. You know, I, and I think what he said kind of answers it a little bit, but how do we know peace if we've never had suffering? How do we know light yeah. if we've never seen darkness? Like, how can God give a testament of his grace and mercy if nobody fell? Like, there, there, there does come a point. Now, does that mean that the more I fall, the more glory because God's like, God's sinning for God forbid. No, no, no. God forbid. No, but, but when people understood this concept, that's why Paul had to write about that. Because yeah. when people understood this concept, they were like, well, then the more I sin, the more great God is. Let's just let him be great. But, but the wages of sin is death. We're still going to have these consequences in this life. And... In my own life, I take that spirit like um, Samson. Yet he slayed me. I was or Job, Samson, Job. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say, wait a second, not Samson. No. <laughs> got the wrong character here. <laughs> wait, I was like, where is he gonna go with that? That would have been good. <laughs> Samson did some cool stuff though. <laughs> but Job said, "Yet he slayed me. I will still serve him." Mm -hmm. And that, that's literally how I feel. Like, if God slays me, like, I'm still going to serve him. This, yeah. it's, it's having a mindset about eternity. I'm, I don't want to be, you, know, you guys ever heard the statement, so earthly mind, or so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good? Yeah. That's retarded. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. It's not good. God was heavenly minded. Jesus was always heavenly minded. He never cared about the things of this earth. Are we saying he did no good? Because he did a lot of good. We should be heavenly minded. The Bible tells us, don't think about this life. Think about the next one. Think about what's to come. You know, Paul, or I mean, uh, Stephen was getting stoned to death mm -hmm. for speaking. You know, he, he, I see the glory of God coming. You know, he's like, I, I, I'm thinking about the next life. I'm not thinking about this life. There was a, there was a pope who was burned at the stake. And he, because he, he wouldn't recant out in his teachings. And he, as he was being burned, he was like, roll me over, this side's done. And he died laughing <laughs> as they were burning him at the stake. Because he got that concept, roll guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not living for this world, man. Like, yeah. I'm not. My faith is in him. And that's where we, the shield of faith, Brandon, like you talked about yeah. that. That's our, that's our, in, in all the places in the Bible where he talks about the devil attacking you. I, I preached on the enemy in the youth group. Yeah. And in every place he says, but I, Jesus says, but I prayed for your faith. The next one he says, but, but keep the faith. Stay strong. In every turn it was that, there's your way out, guys. Don't lose your faith. I'm teaching on relentless faith this, this week <laughs> and, and, and Wednesday. But that's, that's why, because we can't lose our faith. The world's going to shake your foundation. The mm -hmm. world's going to do things. Things are going to happen because it's passing away. So everyone is going to die. Your friends are going to die. Your family. And on that bright note, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we're heavenly minded. Because mm -hmm. to be absent from the body is to be one with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, And I'll say, 
heavenly minded, heavenly thinking. I know my mom has told me when she prays and she's in deep prayer, she feels that um, a part of her went to a heavenly place, uh, seated and uh, a place seated in heaven, and her mindset. Right. Um, it's good. And it's like you feel a deeper connection. So it's like your your mindset is seated in heaven. Um, I'm not sure, you know, nowhere, but she just says she feels that she's been elevated and she doesn't feel like she's in a room because her eyes are closed and she's distracted and she's distracted in prayer that she forgets about where she's at sometimes and she's deep in prayer and it's just I like pray heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know she no, does. She's, she's I know she does. Because where God is, God's presence is, and where God's presence is, there's rest and peace. Right. Yeah. So it reminded me of the scripture that, you know, we're, we're in, we're high above. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're seated in heavenly places, yeah. high above, man. Like, mm -hmm. And that's the truth. Like, we're ushered into his throne room. Mm -hmm. If, if we get some things right in our life. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, This is a big if. So, some keys. In every conversation that we talk to anybody about why bad things happen on the earth, this is where we should end. Romans 3, 22 through 26. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who you are. For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People were made right with God when they believed that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God is being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in past times. That's really good. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about like, why does, it, why does God let bad things happen? Why did God let Hitler keep living why didn't he just kill hitler when he was a baby well this is why he held back he did not punish those who had sinned in the past for he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in the present time so even in the old days when they were destroying the earth and adam was eating apples and <laughs> all these people were doing these terrible things and searching after themselves like we read in romans 1 yeah this is why god allowed all that to happen this is why God allowed this world to become such a bad place. It's because he knew, I've got a plan, guys. I'm sending my son. He's going to shed his blood. He was the lamb prepared before the foundation of the earth. He's going to come. I've already got it taken care of here. So I'm going to be patient with the people who are causing trouble. I'm going to be patient with the people who are not living the way they should. Because I hope that one day they'll believe in my son. And they can be a part of this great reconciliation. For he was looking ahead and including them in what he would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness. How amazing. For he himself is fair and just. He makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus Christ. So, bad things do happen on this earth. But I also know that good things happen to people who belong to Jesus Christ. I've never seen Amen. a seed forsaken. They're begging bread. I, the righteous are blessed. Abraham, if you bless him, you will be blessed. If you curse him, you will be cursed. And that same promise that was given to Abraham is given to us. Mm -hmm. So in the end of the day, if we want this world to be a better place, we better get as many people to know Jesus Christ as possible. Yeah. Which is why we're doing this podcast, which is why we're at church all the time and we're we're witnessing and we're reaching people. is because you're I'm just as sick of the bad things happening in this earth as, as any else. sinner. Amen. I'm just as sick of it as anybody who doesn't believe in God and anybody who wants to blame God. I'm just as sick of it. Mm -hmm. The only difference is is I'm actually making a difference. I'm actually trying to make a difference. Because people who were murderers and were causing more pain on this earth can become a new creature if they believe in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He's the answer. So, Amen. And everything that we do, we've got to remember, Jesus is the answer. 
you know, I, I stopped getting mad and frustrated with it and just started praying, Lord, please come quick. I can't handle this much more. <laughs> come quick. I can't Amen. handle this much more. <laughs> Amen. Come quick, Lord. Amen. But at the same time, he's going to be patient because he doesn't want anyone to be lost. Mm -hmm. He'll leave us 99 sitting in the field while he goes after that one. And I'll be celebrating with him when he comes back because in the end of the day, he's a big God and he deserves yep. a big kingdom. He deserves to be praised by everyone on this earth. So we're going to keep speaking good. We're going to keep promoting God. And we're going to keep Amen. doing these podcasts every week on a new subject. <laughs> <laughs> I think we wrapped it up, though. I think that was, yeah, think, with a bow. I think we pretty much good. handled it. Yeah. And that, and that is good. Like, if I'd only had, like, all five of you guys with me when I was asked that question, <laughs> we would have answered it really good. Yeah. Next time someone asks you that question, you just send them to this. Like, go check go. out some guys send in the, the Bible. They, they talked about it. They put it out there. <laughs> you know, continue to speak life into your situation, too. Amen. You know, the the word is words. Right. His power is words. And so if we just sit here and continue to say, man, my life absolutely sucks, you're yeah. not going to do anything to change it. But if you sit there and say, man, you know what? My situation's bad right now. I'm unemployed right now. I, can't, I don't know how to do this, but we're going to make this business work. We're going to make this dream work because we're going. this is going to happen. I don't care what's going on right now. If we continue to speak light inside of darkness, the darkness is going to flee. And we can apply that into so many things. So Amen. we just we gotta we gotta continue to stay in His Word. We gotta Amen. know what our tools are. We gotta know how we can combat these things that we're coming up against. And speaking light into our situation is one of the biggest things, one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn. But it's also been one of the most powerful mm -hmm. lessons That's that true. I've learned. That I can sit there and be mad, frustrated about my son not going to bed at 8 o'clock and staying up till 2 o'clock and yelling and screaming at him. Now he's upset, crying, and he's up for another 40 minutes. Or I can sit there, come at it with the level head, and talk to him and speak life into it. Hey, you know you're going to bed at 8 o'clock tomorrow, right? With a big you, guys, you guys will figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> you got this smile on your face. Yeah, we'll take our time. So, you, you know, words of encouragement, prayer, relationship, speaking life, putting your armor on. You know, if you're going through a hard time, let this be an encouragement to you. Everybody at this table has gone through really hard times before, and we yep. we can also tell you how many good things we've done. We we've been blessed like Abraham. I've That's never right. once had to. I haven't had to buy food for my family in the past two years. Straight up, straight up, I have not had to spend a single dime of my own money to buy food for my family. Everything that I've wanted to do in accordance to God's will has been handed to me. I was just right. I was just given a thousand dollar computer out of the blue while he was over at my house and I'm sitting there talking about my setup for for my um parables of a Jedi and lo and behold as I'm talking about that here comes this gaming PC Star Wars. I gotta work it Star in. Wars. I gotta work it in. I need a following for that too. It, it's uh, a great learning utensil, and I want I want to gauge the interest in right, it. But we continue to speak life into in, Amen. into your Amen. world. Continue to speak life into your family. Wow. Continue to speak life. Continue to speak life. Continue to speak. That's life. very good, man. Because uh, yeah. where there's light, darkness cannot abide. And it's always the people who are like talking about how bad the world or how bad their life is and they're complaining all the time so oh, yeah. i get it like speak some life into it man because yeah, like in a, the end like it does change it yeah and i think like a comforting thought is like remember who god is like his being itself like he's in the past with you he's in the present with you and he's in the future with you so the things that you're praying for when they're in his will um he's there with you in the future mm -hmm. so like we have to have faith that like is going to come at some point we just have to trust right. in his timing that like that's going to come that timeline's going to come Amen. where he's with us in his will what we're that's praying good. for yeah. oh you're right that's good and when we're mad and things aren't going our way in these hard times vocalize that to god yeah. i i had to do that recently i had a situation and i was like lord you and me need to talk and he was like he was like all right he was like all right what do you have to say and i was like <laughs> oh 
<laughs> you pulled the joke. I covered my mouth for a little bit. I did. I did. I, I, did. I, I, came, I came with the wrong attitude. This was, this was really? the most clear. This is the most clear I've heard guy talking to me. He was like, "Speak then." I was like. Well, you you see, I I, I kind of thought, I, I, I thought we were done with this, but you, you know we can come back to that later. You, you, are, you already had that under it. It's it's just my flesh getting right. in the way. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's funny, I got nothing to say now. <laughs> Solved it. Yeah. Wow, that quick. Oh, that's good. So that's good. so if you're mad. You know, God, God's there to listen to you. He, right. He's there to listen to you. He's your counselor. He's your guide. He, he's everything. So don't think that you you have to keep all of these emotions from all these hard times going through. Don't don't ask Joe down the street why you're going through hard times. Talk to God about why you're going through hard mm -hmm. times and what you can do to come out of it victorious. Because right. in the end, we're made in his image. Right. Yeah. And he, he gave us rule over the earth. So it, if things are not going good on this earth... It's not his fault. It's my fault. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who's ruling over it. So I got to make decisions in my life yeah. to better my life. I got to I got to make decisions to yeah. be a part of church if I want to have a better life. I got to make decisions not to drink that bottle of whiskey if I don't want to puke all of the next day. You know, these are decisions that are in my hands that I could choose to do. I could choose to be nice to my wife or sleep on the couch. It's my choice. Easy, easy <laughs> choice. She don't make me sleep on the couch. Even when she's mad at me, she just roll over. <laughs> but but it's in our hands. You know, it's the same thing. People talk about financials, like, oh man, but then they don't, they don't tie. Are they tithing? They yeah. don't tie. So it's like, well, what do you expect? God's not just going to bless your money because, because when that. you're not doing anything to yeah, get that you blessing doing? yourself, you, you must not want it. it. What are you doing to further the <laughs> yeah. Think about it. You must not want it. If you're told that if you tithe, God will bless you and you don't tithe, then you don't want the blessing. Right. Don't act like you want it now. Yeah. You didn't want it when you walked in church on Sunday and walked past the tithing offerings rolling your eyes. So you don't need it now. Which it is in the Old Testament and New Testament for everybody Bingo. that wants to argue with it. Yes. And, that, and you know what? That's a point. We always say that at every point in this. And we're going to give you another opportunity. We want everybody who listens to this to be blessed. So yeah. we, we give you an option. Go to mypineview.org. Hit the give button. Give to God and watch him bless your life and make your life better. Then he won't come to us and ask us why life's so bad. Yeah. It won't be. <laughs> Read his word, do his word, and give. And watch to see how beautiful life can be. Amen. Because we've got testaments all over this church of people who have turned their lives around. And yeah, there's still trouble because this world is still full of sin. Yeah. But when you got God with you in this world, it makes it a lot better. So let's let him be a part of our lives. Amen. Let's pray for everybody. Dear Lord Jesus, touch our hearts and minds today, God. Allow this study to make people feel welcome, God. That they'll feel warm and a part of this group of friends, God. Because the body of Christ is all about unity and bringing people into the fold, God. Touch their hearts and minds today, God, and everybody who feels like they are going through bad things right now, God. We pray a blessing into their life today, God, that you will show them how much you love them, God. That they'll feel your love in a miraculous way, God, and that they'll wake up with a better mindset of the future, Lord. And we can grow in your kingdom, God. We thank you for everything you're doing. We thank you for giving us this time with you, Lord. And in your holy name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And until next week.